Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Well, I wrote down some stuff. Usually I don't write down very much because I just read in the Word all the time. You know, and it, and it says in John 1, chapter 1, verse 1, you know, it said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So I think we need to be, have, you know, just to get so much in the Word that it's just our life. You know, instead of looking for it, it just comes out. It just flows. You know, and that's what Jesus was telling me. He said, I want my Word to flow in you because there's power in my Word when I'm speaking my Word to you and through you. And I wrote some stuff down. I mean, things, you know, you're saying about dancing and that there. You know, I go to Africa. Actually, I went and seen the doctor after my wife had passed. And she's with the Lord now dancing, you know, and she's got that new body, which I'm, I'm kind of, that's kind of a good thing, really. You know, I, <clears throat> when you have that intimacy with God, you know, everything is okay. You know, because sometimes you think, well, your life is ending, but it's not ending. It's just going into a new stage. You know, you're just stepping into a new area, which is, okay, that's what the intimacy is all about. Because when you spend your time with Jesus, like I was saying, I'm in love. I'm in love with him. And he loves me. I mean, to think, wow, he loves me. I've been a rascal sometimes in my life. Huh? We've done some things sometimes you think, well, Lord, only you know. You know, I don't, only you know when you're saying you love me. You know, and I want to marry you, and I want to be in your life. I mean, this is what he's telling us. You know, and I'm thinking, are you sure? I said, I, I'll probably be a disappointment. And he says, you'll never be a disappointment to me. Never. Because we look in our mind, we don't look in his mind. Because he said, that's why I came to Calvary, to die for you. That, that in that death, he said, I've taken care of everything. So that actually you can come into the holy of holies. And he says, that's where I want you to come into that's why we were speaking about sharing about that, you know, coming into the Holy of Holies. When my wife passed away, <clears throat> it was like four months, and I didn't, even, I didn't want to go home because she wasn't there. But the Lord says, I want you to go home now. I mean, after the four months, you know, the Lord was saying, okay, it's time for you to go home. <clears throat> because you're not going into a, lone, a, whole, uh, uh, a home that's nobody there because you're going to come into your home, and I'm going to meet you there when you come into the house. And I'm going to have more intimacy with you than you ever imagined. And that's what he's doing. I can remember when I was at my daughter's house and I was just weeping. I mean, just uncontrollably about losing her. And my daughter come in there and she put her arms around me. And the love of God, I've never felt it like that before. And I've felt the Holy Spirit. But the love of God come over me so much, I couldn't feel anything but that love. You know, and that's what he wants us to do. So when we're ministering to the world... You know, we look at people, you know, and they say, well, they're a Christian, but they're, you know, sometimes they're a little rascal. But hopefully they're going to learn, you know, to really fall, flow into what he's doing. And, you know, he's, you know we're, he's patient with us, so we need to be patient with him. And I was looking in Ephesians. I'm, I'm not really good at notes, but we're going to give her a try. <laughs> when I was in the church in Uganda, you know, I'm sitting there and I started laughing. enjoying the Lord. You know, she, you know, Stephanie says, be free. And I'm looking at her and I said, are you sure? I said, you got no idea. I mean, because I've been free before in churches and they say, you know, we don't do that here. But this is my dad's house. This is our, this is his house. You know, when you're in your dad's house, you could pretty well, I mean, you're, you're very respective, respectable, you know, with other people and stuff like that. But I'm, 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 I, I don't need to be in a fear of thinking what you're thinking or what you're doing because I've got in so much of that intimacy with him that he covers me. That's the thing about God and Christ. You know, he's not looking at, because sometimes I look at marriages, you know, I, and I got my notes, but I might not even go to my notes. But anyway, when, like in a marriage, you know, a lot of times they got a list you know, of what your husband did or your, your, your spouse did or whatever. You know, they got a list. They say, well, they do this and they did this. And they, well, they did this way. I mean, they got stuff way back there, you know, way back. 
And when you, but when you go to Jesus, he don't have a list. He says, I cover you. You're my love. And he says, I'm here to build you up. I'm here to strengthen you. I'm here to, so when, as you said, you know, when I was in my mother's womb, you know, God formed me and shaped me. And he knew, he knew the plan that he had for me. And he's always trying to bring us into that plan. You know, that's why the Holy Spirit, he's always guiding us and always directing us, always saying, okay, get back into here. You know, this year, this year you're, you're not walking where you should be right now because you're not, you don't have that joy, you don't have that peace where you should because you want to be in that joy and that peace. And he'll take you by the hand and he'll walk you into the Holy of Holies. And he'll have intimacy, he starts talking to you. What I expect, what I, I mean, he doesn't have expectations on us because he already knows who we are. But when you develop that, that's the way with my wife and I, when we was together, I didn't have, at the beginning, sometimes I had expectations because I thought, well, I thought you should do this or do that, but I got away from that because only that does just bring trouble. It does, right? I mean, if you've been married very long, you understand what I'm saying. Well, honey, you said this or you said that. I mean, you wrote it on the wall, you know, sometimes you think, ah, do you think I wanted to have something in my life with our life? that I wanted to bring trouble in my life? Absolutely not. I mean, not if you're walking with God. You want know, flowing in him and letting the Holy Spirit guide you and direct you. <sighs> Philippians 2, it was talking about being, as we're talking about the group and stuff like that, going to Africa, about being in the spirit, flowing in the spirit with each other, having the same thing in one mind and one spirit. You know, people, a lot of times, they'll say, well, I got a different opinion. I said, you might have a different idea on how to do it, but it's just a different way to how to do it. It isn't, it, you're not coming against it. You're just saying, let's talk about these ideas, what you have. Because I, I would speak to my wife, and I'd say, what, what's God showing you? You know, and he would be showing her. She said, nobody ever asked me my advice. Well, because she was married before. You know, and he just, he really didn't treat her very well. And I thought, wow, to have such a jewel like that and then treat her like that. I thought, whew. I thought, men, sometimes women do that. But I, I, I see. When I first met her, this was before we got married. You know, we was in a boat and I just about tipped the boat over and I raised my voice to her. Just raised my voice. What are you doing? You know, I just, and the Lord says, what are you, why are you talking to my daughter like that? So when he said that, I knew that she really had a, a closeness to God. Because if he was saying, why are you talking to my daughter? You know, I look at people arguing and fighting in marriages or whatever, how they're re addressing other people. I'm thinking, if you're, if you're talking to the son of God, would you treat him that way? I don't think so. I mean, if you do, then you really don't understand God. and You don't ex respect, expect him or, you know, have anything to hit with him. Purity. Sometimes you always think you got to have an agenda. You know? You think, well, I don't know if I did very good there or not. But I was, I was praying for this here. I was saying, Father, I don't want it like an ordinary service because I want your spirit to start touching people. And you, Holy Spirit, know how to do that. You know how to go into your heart, even as we're sitting here right now just thinking. You know, I, I said, okay, now, in the spirit, just start thinking over each other, people around you, saying, Lord, where can you help me to be a better person for you, that you're flowing in me and through me, so that they're never feeling a, uh, a resistance, but they're always feeling encouragement, always lifting up. When somebody comes at you, a lot of times we come back with a respond because that's how we're responding, but we need to respond like Jesus did. You know, I look at him when he was, when he was being nailed to the cross, he loved them people. When he was driving them nails into his hands, he loved them people. You know, he's looking at them, and he said, I love you. And I'm thinking, God, you've got to do some work in me, because that's not what I'm thinking. You know, if somebody hurts you, sometimes you come back. But that's the way of the world. God says, I don't want you to be that way. I want you to come back with my love and my compassion. So that's what he's saying. In the intimacy with Christ, whew, changes your whole life. And that's what he wants. You know, if we want to win people to Christ, we've got to let Christ live through us. That'll change people. I'd spend like three years with my brother. The Lord said, I want you to spend time with him, you know, to do stuff with him and that. And I'd work, and he had been an alcoholic all his life. I mean, he just, he was an alcoholic all his life. He drank all the time. 
and the Lord said, I want to spend time, you spend time with I said, okay, so I did. And part of that, just before at the end there, he had a stroke, and he was still, he was four years before actually he passed, but when he had that stroke, before he had that stroke, I was talking to him, and I said, when I was up to the cabin with him, you know, I looked at him, and I said, I treat you like I treat Jesus. When I told him that, it changed his whole life. He didn't drink no more. He didn't go to the bar. He quit. You know, and I told my brothers, because they'd been with him all his, you know, most of his life. I was a young guy. He was, you know, the oldest brother. And they, they said, nah, he's still, he's still, you know, they couldn't believe that he quit drinking. But he did. He quit drinking. He wouldn't, he wouldn't drink. He didn't drink at all. I mean, even like back at the cabin, you know, he just, he just didn't. You know, and God, sometimes we wonder, you know, how can we reach people? And the Holy Spirit says, you can't. I can't. He said, just love them. Build a relationship. Because sometimes we meet somebody, sometimes we don't have very much time to meet, to meet somebody and just build a relationship, you know, that you care. You know, what are you doing? You know, instead of saying, what can I get from you? You know, that you care and you just reach out to them and, you, and, you, and you're speaking good stuff to them. And that's why it says to study the, study the word, to show yourself rightly dividing the words of truth. So you have God's word coming in you and then you, then you get like the birthing of the Holy Spirit in you. You know, I'm thinking, wow, and that's the birthing. That's when God fills you with the Holy Spirit. I remember I went to church like for eight years, and I never heard anything about the Holy Spirit. After I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I was a different person. <laughs> I was a different person. I was just, wow, because there was something else in me that I, I'd never seen before. You know, they said, well, yeah, Jesus is with you. And so I said, okay, I understand that. You know, but up to that point, I mean, he just brought you into a new love. That's like the disciples when they was going. You know, they was three and a half years with the, with, with the Lord, but they never, they never had the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, I have to go to the Father. And if you knew why I went to the Father, you'd rejoice because he said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit back and to live in you. That's why I tell people now, I said, I don't look for God anymore. He lives in me. You know, it's not a search. I found him. I found the answer. You know, I, I found everything, contentment and joy and peace. And, you know, and sometimes the Lord will say, where are you going, Lon? You know, because sometimes we get off without him. Huh? You know, we just, you know, the dogs get biting and barking out there. You know, you don't want to be out there. You want to you you be in Christ. You want to be close to Jesus, you know, to what he's doing, right? I remember I used to walk a lot of times when I'm talking to God. I, every night I'd get up and I'd talk. I'd get, I'd get dressed and go talk for the Lord for an hour about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had some dogs with me. They run up in the yard, you know, and a big old dog chases them back. And I, I was watching them, you know, and the Lord says, sometimes that's what you do. You go, you go into areas where I didn't go with you. But if I, go, if I have you go into that area and I'm with you, he said, it doesn't matter how big the dog is. You, you, he will be scared of you because I'm with you. You know, I think about Africa and stuff. I'm going to share that because that's kind of on my heart. You know, the things about the boys... The Lord told me, I can't remember how many years ago, that he's gonna, I'm going to be married. Boys are going to marry me. I mean, they're going to be my, I'm going to be their dad. You know, and I could see that. And I said, it doesn't matter if the whole Africa, it doesn't matter if the whole world wants to come again. This is what God spoke to me. And this is going to happen. I don't care what they do. These boys are going to come. And we're going to build, and we're going to help them, and we're going to, and we're going to work with them. God's got a plan going, and this is, there ain't nothing that's going to stop it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I said, I, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. That's what I, because I'm at the resting place with Jesus. I said, when he told me something, that's going to happen. You know, Don, you know, Don, you know sometimes you say, oh, you know, come at the enemy and everything. And I said, you know what, Lord, I can hear the enemy knocking at the door. I really don't want to be bothered with him anymore. You just go answer, you just go answer the door, Lord. You know, he wants to talk to you. He don't want to talk. You know, the enemy wants to talk to you. He don't want to talk to Jesus. Because when he opens that door and Jesus is at the door, he just shuts up and walks away. Because I'm in him. That's what the Lord shows me. I'm in him. And we need to learn how to get into him and stay in him. This is what we're doing. You know, we went, what I was saying, when we went to Africa, I had, I, I if, if I was a bad man, I would have bet a billion dollars I wasn't going to Africa again, I'll tell you that. But when I went, there was something happened, changed something in my life. My sister-in-law said, she said, I knew if you went, you'd come back a different person. And I am. I feel stronger. I just, I just feel more in the spirit like what God's, because he showed me a, a, a new plan. 
because my wife and I, you know, that was just, that was just a chapter in my life. You know, and that's, 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 that's over with. You know, I'm stepping into a new chapter and saying, okay, God, what are you doing now? You know, we're looking at the orphanage. We're looking at what's going on. You know, the, the evangelist over there, he's phenomenal. Hundreds and hundreds of people are coming to Christ for him. And I'm thinking, we need to, we need to stand beside that man and help support him and, and do it. Because what he's doing is just, I don't know, he's, he's just phenomenal. When I seen him, actually, I said, <laughs> you know, people kind of look at me a little weird, weird when I say that. I said, I want to marry you. And that means commitment is what that really means. You know, it's commitment. You know, guys sometimes they get a little nervous. When <laughs> and I understand that, you know, because in the world, that's, you know, they, they got a whole completely idea about that. But when you're married, that means you're committed to them. You're seeing what God's doing. You know, when I went there, I seen what God was doing, and I thought, well, I'm going to be a part of this. Like, if you could talk to my daughter, she said, Dad, you've always showed me if you're going to do anything, do it with all your heart. You know, don't do it just half-heartedly. Do it with all your heart. You know, and I got my business over there, you know, and I got the, some guys come and they don't come and whatever. <clears throat> and I said, okay. And the, Lord, and the Lord says, you can do this. And I thought, well, okay. So, and I, and I did it slow, but I could do it. You know, and it, was, and it amazed me how much I got done. I'm thinking, well, whether they're here or not, I'm with you and I'll strengthen you and I'll touch you. You know, in our lives sometimes we face things and we think, we don't know if we can do that. And a lot of times the Lord will say, you can't, but I can't. And I'll show you how to do it. And when you get done, you'll be refreshed. You'll be just renewed in, in me, and I'll flow through you. You know, my spirit will touch you and flow through you. That's the intimacy. You know, when you get done at the end of the day, you know, when you lay your head down on his chest, you know, and I could, when you was pounding your foot, I, I could, it was like his heartbeat. Huh? You know, and I thought, wow, that's my Lord. That's, my, that's his heartbeat for us, for each one of us. His heart pounds for us. We have no idea how much he loves us. We don't. I mean, he has a love that's uncomprehendable. And I'm thinking, Lord, show me how to love you like that. Show me, Lord, how to love people like you love people, God. Because, you know, there's people out there, a lot of times we have a category, you know, who we want to like and who we don't. I mean, there's some people that we can like because they flow in God and they really move in God. But them that are lost and caught up in the, in, the, in the wickedness of the enemy, I mean, God loves them the same. They're not different. We don't like being around them but just because what, what's coming out of them. But we need to pray for them. We need to fast. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to touch their lives and change them, turn them around that they could come in and serve a living God. Because when Jesus said, when he, when he made hell, he, did not, he, didn't, he didn't make hell for people. He made it for Satan and the angels that followed him. But if they follow, if they follow him, that's where they're going to go. If they decide not to have Christ in their life, you know, help us to be you know, more witnesses. Wow, uh, talked about strife. It's, I was thinking about in, in 1 Timothy uh, 2 and 14, it talked about strife. He says, with us Christians, we don't fight. You think, what are you talking about? A lot of people, you know. I thought, well, you need to get back in the spirit, not in the flesh. Because if you're in the flesh, you're going to fight. But if you're God's children, you don't fight. You don't. You might disagree, but you don't fight. And we, don't, and, and we have to be careful so we don't get mad at each other. Because that's, that's what the enemy uses to, 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 to break down that uni unity with us. He breaks that down. Because, I mean, even you can have a different opinion. But you should say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm... And when you're praying about it, are you fasting and praying about it? I mean, if it's really serious, or are you getting serious about this, or are you just kind of going off what you're thinking? You know, you need to be going on what God's thinking. Because right now, I'm telling you, I, I've been a Christian for like 60-some years, and I've never seen, I've seen God do quite a bit of moving, but I've never seen him move like this is right now. There's, there's, there's a powerful thing happening right now on this earth, what God is doing and what he's getting ready to do. You know, until he comes, you know, it says when the rapture comes, takes, he takes place and we're gone and we're with him. But until he comes, why, if we're here and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, Satan can't do what he wants to do. <clears throat> because we have all the power. Like he's talking about the power. We have the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And he, Satan does have, not have dominion over that at all. He can't. That breaks him. That's why Satan can't come in. I mean, he's, he's getting bad now with people because they're letting him. They're being deceived. 
You know, but as the Holy Spirit is in us, until we're taken away, he, he's not going to step in to, to be as, as the Antichrist that, that speaks about in the, in the Bible of, of the, uh, the seven years of tribulation. So I think, okay, you know, occupy until I come. And I said, okay. When you step into the things when we're praying, I, goes, I was talking to Brent about the boys. I said, I, I need to step into a different... Asking the Holy Spirit, okay, I, was, I was talking, you know, that we pray in the Spirit. Father, I just pray in the Spirit right now. Father, Father, that we have understanding, that we could be indirected by your word. You know, when I first started speaking in tongues, you know, I thought I was crazy <laughs> I did because I, I, I didn't have any teaching on that you know, I went to this one church actually they didn't even believe about the Holy Spirit there you know when I'm there and, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit I'm like 45 minutes just mm, you know, oh, oh my goodness what the world <laughs> but the evangelist there he was he was filled with the Holy Spirit you know and he's sharing with me you know and so I'm going to work you know and I start singing in the spirit and I'm thinking, God, is this you? You know, because I didn't have no teaching on that. You know, and I'm singing in the spirit, and then I'd sing with my understanding. Then I met some Pentecostal people, and I thought, ah, I guess I ain't crazy. I'm doing okay now. <laughs> <laughs> but when you read about the Holy Spirit, he said, you know, the comforter, he's going to send you the comforter to guide you and direct you. You know, when people, I mean, when you say, okay, we're going to pray in the spirit now. You know, okay, start praying in the spirit. You know, some people... You know, they, they kind of shy away from that, don't they? I see them, they kind of shy away. From, I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'll tell you what, that, what that, that just brings me into the realm of God. That brings me because the Holy Spirit has taken over and he's praying, praying the things that you need to be praying. You know what I was saying about the boys? You know, I need to be praying more in the Spirit. You know what I was talking about? You know, when, when you get on the radio talking to Uganda. So, okay, are we talking to a bunch of people? Wow. See, that sets me in a different realm. Because I come, I come out, instead of preaching, I minister. You know, I go, I go into the body. Like right now as I'm speaking, we go out into the body. The people hurting out there. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would start touching people. Father God, start drawing them back to you, Father. That you would start filling them with the boldness and the power of your Holy Spirit. So that you start drawing them out of them places where the enemy has got them in. To a deception that they can't see and they don't, they don't have any hope anymore. Lord, you're the hope. You're the joy and the peace. Father, we just pray that the Holy Spirit would just start speaking to them people, Father. And I pray as, as there's somebody there and they're sick, that mama or papa, you just take your hand by the extension of God and lay your hand on your child. And we, we come alongside you right now that the power of God would touch them and heal their body, Father. Or whatever the problem is, that, that, that Lord, that you would dissolve that problem. Father, you would give them the answer. Father, we pray... That the, that the spirits that are in the world of, of the enemy, Father, would be, would be crippled and can't, would just cancel the power that they have of the deception over their minds. Father, we ask for the Holy Spirit to touch them and draw them, Father. Draw your children back to you, Father. Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you and praise you. Kind of when I'm talking on the radio, I get doing that. I get sharing that about people and lifting them up. I say, because I'm in a different realm. I'm not just talking here. We're talking the world. saw two things when you were praying that one African child I was laying my hands on his belly or her belly and it was an extended belly like parasites were there and the Lord was dissolving the parasites and getting rid of it and then there was a little infant who had some kind of an ear infection and wasn't taking the bottle and eating because they had an ear infection so I just want to release that word of knowledge and Father we thank you for healing them both see when I'm talking we're, we're, we're here you're looking at him you're not looking at me and like Stephanie did that there, I, I, I really expect the body to step up more when you say you, when you have something to speak, even when you're coming to the mic, you know, when you share that, because that's activating God, the power of the Holy Spirit. Thinking, wow, okay, that was, you know, and I, and I believe that you're going to start getting phone calls, saying, or, you know, getting confirmation on different things. Like people, like right now I'm thinking, seeing people having a struggle with money. And Father, you did not bring us into poverty. 
you brought us abundantly. And that's what I've been praying over the radio. You know, people, you, you walk in abundance. That the enemy would get his filthy hands off the deception that, he, that you're going to be poor the rest of your life. And you're not. Father, you're not. Because Jesus paid that all. He came in poverty for us. But he was the king of kings. He walked in streets of gold. His, his, his wealth <coughs> is beyond what we could imagine. And we pray that over these people that are suffering and flowing, going through these things, you know, battling things, things in life. Lord, and that's what we're going to do in Africa. We're going to change that whole thing. I could just see it more and more that we're going in there. Because these men that's going to come, we're going to, I'm going to start teaching them skills and stuff like that. So when they go back, they'll be, they'll be businessmen. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit is going to show me how to do that. I mean, I can see it to a part, but I can't see the full thing. But when it comes, you know, sometimes people ask me, what do you think? And I said, I can't, I can't tell you right now. But, but when it comes, God, the Holy Spirit's going to reveal it, you know, what, what he wants to do. Like even as we're here now, and I, I just speak to the chairs that are empty, that they'll start filling up, Father. That you start hooking into their jaw and bringing them here. God, that they'll, they'll support and they'll direct, uh, direct in the body to be where they need to be. The enemy has deceived them, and they're out where they shouldn't be. They need to be here in the body. They need to be growing as God. They need to be growing, and the spirit of God would be moving and flowing in their life. So they start really realizing what God really is. Because he said, I want you to go in the highways, and I want you to go in the byways, and I want you to teach them and show them the things of me. So as I look at your life, I can see what God's doing in you. I don't have, I can't give you anything. He gives you everything through me. Whew. People said, be like Jesus. I can't be like Jesus. I can be like me. I can let him live in me. And then he, then he will show you who he is. I have to learn that. I said, you know, because people say that, you know, be, I can't be like anybody else but me. But he's, he's made us to be like we are. There's nobody like you. Huh? There's no, nobody like us. You know, because when I was younger, I used to think, I used to think, well, I'd like to be like this guy. And he said, no, God says, I've designed you to be like exactly who you are. And he said, you will never be able to function unless you learn who you are in me. He said, I want to move that through you. And so you're starting moving of who you are. You're confident in yourself. <coughs> and a lot of times, not because of you, because of him. Because he said, I've cleared the way for you. He said, you, you can't do anything. I mean, in me... I have you covered. So when we make mistakes and stuff like that or something that were flaws or something like that, <coughs> Jesus said, I correct everything. I correct everything. Where we, don't, where we can't do it, he fills it in. That's the way a marriage should be. I mean, the reason he talked about marriage is because it was an intimacy, and that's what he wants with, a, with him. It's, that's the only thing that he could relate it to. But actually, the intimacy with God is far more than a husband and a wife. Far more. Because in hus husband and wife, they're limited, but the Holy Spirit ain't limited. God ain't limited. And we step into that marriage with him, we're unlimited because of him. He said, I've given you everything. He said, the only reason you don't have it is because you don't think you can have it. He said, I've given you the signet ring. I've given you the place. I put my, I put my sandals on your feet. So you're walking where I'm walking. You're talking where I'm talking. When you lay your hands on people. You know, when you stretch out your hand and you lay hand, your hands on people, you know, the anointing just flows. Father, the anointing just flows. Father, we just pray that you just touch my sister, Father. Father, the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit would just flow, God. Father, we thank you and praise you. You know, we don't need to have just an ordinary service. We need to, we need to be flowing in God all the time. We need to be moving. I'm getting more into this. I am. When I first come here, I was, I was, I was pretty crunched. I was pretty stopped, you know, to where I was. You know, who I am, and I knew who I used to be, but I, they, they clinched that. They said, don't, don't, don't clinch the Holy Spirit. Let him move and flow. So I love about this woman. When she sees other people, she's got that, she's got that gifting of God, and she knows that, and that's what she searches, reaches out. She sees certain people where they are and thought, wow, you could be so much more than you are. And it isn't Satan or it isn't, it's you that's holding yourself back because you're looking at God. When you start looking at God, you step out, you just step into a new realm. <sighs> when you come down the aisle and you have that wedding dress on, you change your name. You change your name. Your name's changed. You know, your name is changed. You're, you're married to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I am. 
He said, tell them who you are. He said, the great I am has sent me. You know, the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit has sent me. And I'm going to move and flow is what he's doing in my life, flowing in my life. So when I'm looking at people, I'm thinking I'm going to deliver them and lift them back into where they need to be. That the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit will flow in them. As they walk into the room, they'll say, he's here. Huh? That's the way it should be in our lives. When, when we walk into the room, the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit is flowing. <laughs> I thank the Lord for that right, That there. It was hard. My phone was. But to walk into the anointing like that there. See, we, when you do that, I tell you what, that scares the daylights out of Satan. Because he no longer can, can work on you. He works on what God, I mean, he tries to. But if you're dead to yourself and alive to Christ, no longer do I live, but Christ lives in me. You're a new creature. He says, he says when you're born again, you're new creatures. Well, we need to be born again, and we need to get out of that old creature and walk into that new creature and put on the marriage clothes of Jesus Christ and start walking with the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So as we're praying, as we're intervening for other people, they're being changed. They're being back into the kingdom. Because the enemy has, has them deceived and they're thinking lies and they're thinking, well, because you start thinking as the world thinks. He said, get away from that. Now start thinking as God thinks. And it says in the scriptures that we can have the mind of Christ. When I read that, I think, what? Because sometimes, haven't you ever thought, boy, I wish Jesus was here so he could tell me. You know, when I read that and he says, I am. I am here. The only reason you ain't seeing it because you ain't reading it. And when you read it, you need to believe what I said. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He said, I spoke these words for you, that you walk in the majesty of what I have told you. And I take off my robe, and I close you with my righteousness. And when he sees us, he sees, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He doesn't see our failures. You know, because, I, I mean, we have a bad time looking at failures in the world. They're constantly bringing up, well, I... I remember him when he was way back there, you know, when he did, when, uh, what kind of a rascal he used to be. And they'll carry that for years on a person. You make one mistake or do something that you, you know, and, and, but God doesn't do that. I remember I was in Florida one time and I was going through, I went through divorce and different things, you know, and just, uh, life was, I thought, I was sitting in a bar one time and I'm, I'm, I want to get drunk sitting in a bar, you know, I'm starting drinking, you know, and this guy come in, he's got a walker. And the Lord says, I want you to pray for him, I'm going to heal him. I said, God, I'm not trying to be very good here. <laughs> but I didn't tell him no. And I said, well, because a lot of times when you're talking to people, trying to share people about Christ, you know, they don't want to listen. Okay, now I'm, I'm not being like who I really should be. Now God wants to use me. <clears throat> Don't try to figure out God. He's, he's going to flip your mind. Anyways, I looked at the guy and I said, you know, God wants to heal you. I said, I want to pray for you. He said, okay. <gasps> I, prayed, I prayed for him and God healed him. I am here today because of that. I'm here today because God, he don't give up on you. you know, we give up on ourselves. You know, when I was in Florida, I said, God, I can't do this. I said, you know, I try to be a Christian. I do this and do that, you know, and I fail you and I, you know, but... And he says, and I'm telling you the truth. It's like he was talking to me, just, just like Stephanie and I. I mean, he was talking to me. He said, you're not going to come before anything, anybody but me. He said, talk to me. And I said, well, Lord, I, I knew that certain things I shouldn't have did, but I did them. He said, I understand. I see everything what you're doing. I love you. He said, but I take them and I, and I wipe them clean. Everything. Everything you ever did. Everything. Gone. He said, will you serve me? I mean, how could you say no? I said, well, I said, yeah, but, and God said, no, I don't hear that yeah, but stuff. <laughs> he actually kind of told me, shut up. He did. He said, shut up, because you're, you're, you're condemning yourself, and I'm trying to give you life. You're trying to lean on your own understanding. Get out of that. That'll kill you. And I said, Lord, I'll probably fail you. He says, I know. You can't. 
by talk God. He knows exactly everything. And I said, and he, and he said, I know. But he said, I'm telling you what, if you'll serve me. He said, I'll move in your life and I'll flow in your life because I want to touch people through your life. I want to have people come to you and say, well, I did this and did this, you know, and God will never, yeah, don't tell me that. You're, that's a lie because God came to me and shared with me and I knew. And he said, I pardon everything. It's gone. We don't go to heaven because of us. We go to heaven because of him. You know, Jesus said in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And he said, if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Because Jesus wants us to be with him. That's why he made us. That we'd walk with him and talk with him and share with him and just love on, you know, I mean, just, wow, I'm thinking, okay, God. And I, I look at that now with people, you know, ministering to people. You know, people say, well, you know, I said, the reason... <clears throat> A lot of times people say, you know, God don't talk to them. And God says, that's a lie because I'm talking to people all the time. Even if they don't, haven't accepted me as, as, haven't accepted my son as Lord and Savior, I'm talking to them all the time. Because when you look at people, sometimes when they're doing something and they know they shouldn't do it, they know they shouldn't do it. There's a something in there, and I, that's God. Something in there saying, you shouldn't do that, but they do it anyways. And then they got to pay the consequences. You know, and the good thing... I mean, we sometimes still have to pay for our wrongs, some. <clears throat> but in God, he pardons us. You know, I said, if when we go to heaven, a lot of people carry their, I could just see a garbage bag, and they're carrying all the garbage that they ever did. Huh? Haven't you ever seen people like that? They're carrying all that garbage, all the stuff that they ever did, and I did this and did that, and, you know, I just, you know, I... You know, and the Lord says, get rid of that. And a lot of other people, they're carrying your garbage and telling you how bad you are. Huh? Right? I mean, you can, you can do stuff like that, but people, I'll tell you what, they, they won't let go of that. I mean, something that you've done way back. I mean, God's got you on the, the molding block and shaping you and forming you to be the person that you are. You know, I look at my life and I say, wow, I've come a long ways. You know what, I mean, I went through just, I used to have a horrible mouth. I mean, I'd look at myself and watch, and I'd try to go a half an hour without saying something stupid. And I'm all by myself, you know. I can have a conversation all by myself, and I'm swearing like a trooper. I thought, what the world's this? But, it, I mean, I, and it took me quite a while. I mean, I have to look back at that sometimes to see where I come from, you know. <clears throat> but I'm thinking, wow, okay, God. I mean, every now and then I'll say, Probably something that's not appropriate, but it's not as bad as what I used to say. But it's just, but we're, we're God's children, you know, and we need to be appropriate, you know, in the words that we speak. I'm saying, I'm not there. I can remember one time I was working on a job. I mean, everybody's there. I said, son of a bitch. I mean, everything stopped. The guys are looking over the building and everything and saying, what? I said, I don't know where that come from. You know, every now and then you might slip up. But that's not where I live. That's not where we live. That's not where we live. I mean, sometimes we might even blow up if you get mad at situations or something. But you're born again. You're a new Christian. Every now and then, you know, you slip. I mean, but you don't live there. You know, because usually you'll go back to God and you say, well, I'm, ah, help me on this, Father. Because when it says to be holy, that means Godlike. You know, that you let God live in your life. And people see that. And when I was reading in the scriptures actually about when it says, <clears throat> when you find what to do with your hands, do it with all your might. And it says, people will see that, what you're doing. Like when I'm building and doing what I'm doing, you know, people come by there and they just go, wow, you really. I said, yeah, you know, they said, where's your help? And I thought, somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, I'm just doing what I'm doing, you know. I can only account for what's in these shoes. I can't, I can't speak for other people, you know. I mean, <clears throat> and I'm fine with that because I know someday that'll happen. You know, and that's fine. I'm just, I'm just, actually the other day I was out there working. And I'm thinking, usually I have a, I push, you know, for production or seeing how much I can do in a day. But it was like Saturday and I thought, I'm not going to push today. I said, I'm just, and I, bowl, I build a rabbit hutch. You know, I just, I, but I enjoyed myself doing it. Instead of pushing myself. And I think sometimes in life, when, when I found that out, usually when I'm working and I get tired, 
usually I just, <laughs> I've had people say, do you get tired? I say, yeah, after about 10, 12 hours, I start getting a little tired. But then I usually go to the work, gym and work out. Are you crazy? I said, well, I wanna, when I'm working, I want to I work with all I can. But as I'm getting older, I have to take it a little easier on my body. My body's been pretty good to me. It's carried me around, you know, all these years. You know, the Holy Spirit was talking to me about that. He said, take care of your body. It's been good to you. You know, some, one of these days, you're going to lay that down, and it's been good, and you're going to step into that new body that God gives us. You know, yeah. But until now, you know, just take care of this body. You know, feed it well, let it sleep and stuff, because it's, it's, it gets tired sometimes. I mean, it's not don't have as much energy as it used to have. But he anoints me. It's amazing. When I go out and work, he anoints me. And it just I, I, it amazes me what I do in a, in a day. I mean, I have young guys come in there, and they'll work a half a day and leave. They can't keep up with me. And I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just, that's the way I am. You know, and since I've been to Africa, I'm even getting more energy. I'm thinking, well, I'm 76, and I'm thinking I should be slowing down, but can't see it in the, in the horizon. <laughs> but if he touches me, you know, I look at Moses, you know, he was, he, was a, he was 80 years old. When I look at Moses, he was 80 years old in the backside of the mountain. He's got a nice sheep herd going, you know, he's married, got some kids, you know, he's thinking, <coughs> I'm just going to relax and retire. You know, I'm just going to relax and retire, you know, and my wife, I'm going to enjoy her, you know, and the kids. You know, <laughs> and God says, hey, I got a different plan for you. Uh, he's going to take a million and a half Jews, bring them out of Egypt. Whew. Yeah. God was arguing with, I mean, Moses was arguing with him. He said, I think you got the wrong guy. You know, and God says, what, you, you're trying to tell me that I, I, I know who you are, Moses, and I know the plan that I have for you. That's what I speak about, uh, you know, since I met Def, Stephanie, my whole life changed. You know, because she's a goer after God. She is, She's, and she, I see people around her that just lift them up, and, you know, that we're flowing and just seeing what God's doing. That's, because God's got so much to do. And there's people that just think, now it's time to retire. Now is not time to retire. Now is the time to be stirred up, and we pray that. Holy Spirit, stir them up, that they would come alongside of us. It starts with one, then there's two. And then there's three. And it doesn't take a lot to have a, I would rather have four or five people that are dedicated to me with all their heart than to have 5,000 that could just, they just, they're not God focused at all. We don't want number, we want quality. You know, people that we can, you know, flow with, work with. You know, when we, we do something, I'm not always looking to see if, if they're there beside me or not. Because when we have a goal that we're doing, we're going to do it. Thank you, Father. I told you I'd get off them notes. I just, but I, that's just how I flow. I got, uh, hmm. thank you, Lord. When I, I was talking, I was thinking about all this stuff that I wrote down. But actually what it, what it came back to, and it was in John 14, 18, 14, 15, it says that. But it says when, 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 when there was, remember there was, uh, Philip asked uh, Jesus, he said, show us the Father. And he says, I've been this long time with you and you don't know. He said, the Father's in me. And we are one. The words that I speak isn't my words, they're the Father's words. Now, if you could grab this, if you've seen the Father, you've seen me. You know, and that's what us, we look at each other. You know, when you see us, you see God. And he's living in us. Because the words we have, really, if we're flowing in the Holy Spirit, they're his words. They're not ours. And they're, and they're life. And they're, and they're, you know, I mean, they're, we're at a war. And we're, we're trying to draw people into the kingdom. So when Jesus goes and he's in his, his, his kingdom, he wants them to be with him. He, does, he said, I don't want anybody to perish, none. But he said, they're going to because they don't accept me. But what I was looking at, he says, that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me. And he said, we are in you. Whew. I always look at that. 
I always look, I, I do. I always look at that. I, that always draws, because I want God to be in me. Because I can't be the person that I need to be without him not being in me. I need to have that intimacy with God. I need to have that closeness with Jesus. I need him, I, like his heartbeat. I like to hear his heartbeat. And I, I like to hear him telling me how much he loves me, how much he cares for me. That's, that's why it was, it, was, it was hard, but it was easy for him to die on the cross for us because he loved us so much. And he says, I'm going for eternity for you. He said, if you miss the kingdom of God, you missed it because you didn't accept my love for you. You're rejecting my love. You're rejecting my sacrifice that I laid down for you. I thought, Father, touch their hearts. Father, as we're ministering and sharing with people, Father, your loved ones, Patty, I just pray over your family. Father, the power of the Holy Spirit would just touch your, the prayers that you have and you've lifted up to God. And you say, God, I want, I want them to be touched by your spirit. And Father, I just pray that over Patty. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, that the anointing, Father, would flow over her, Lord, as the, the words that she speak, Father, the Holy Spirit would just flow. Father God, that she would speak words to draw them to you, Father. And Lord, that you would convict them, Father, and draw them to you, Father, and be where they need to be. God, we pray that over her, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you praise. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. How long we got? <laughs> they, when I was at that service, they were saying, you know, that's why I was late for the baptism. I got going there, you know, I got laughing and dancing. Actually, they had a bunch of kids over there, and they was kind of laying around. I got over there and started dancing. Man, they're all up dancing and stuff like that, you know. It, it does something to kind of get a little free, you know, doing a little uh, aerobics or whatever they call that. <laughs> I look at people sometimes and I thought, wow, you smile, you're going to break up. <laughs> like clay, you know. I said, get a little bit alive here, you know. The Holy Spirit, you know, I, I <laughs> Laura, sometimes she get laughing in the spirit. I see that a little more often, you know. <laughs> well, that does something to you. You know, when you laugh in the spirit, I mean, <clears throat> when I was... <laughs> There you go. Actually, I'm coming back from Midland. My trailer, the axle broke on it. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. And the cop pulls up beside me. And, oh, you're going, girl. I said, yeah. I said, so I went, I went home because I had that, the truck was loaded with stuff. Went home, got another truck, come back, and started loading the pallets off that trailer on that, so I could get that load off that trailer. And I was pulling some pallets off. There was heavy ones up on the top, and they come off, hit me, and knocked me, in the, knocked me right off the trailer. I think I busted some ribs. Or if I didn't bust them, I bruised them pretty bad. I could feel stuff snapping. And <laughs> Anyways, I get back up, you know, and I finished loading the thing, and I did that two or three times. It took me three loads to get that trailer off on that truck. My truck's brakes is a little weird. So I thought, why well, don't I get down there? So my brake thing was, I had to get a new brake shoe on it. And I'm laying underneath that truck, and I just started laughing. Uh-huh, I just started laughing. I said, man, oh, Satan, he's all ticked off. I'm just down here laughing, you know. I, well, you could cry, but I think laughter brings joy. I thought, no, laughter brings joy. I can remember I had some guys working with me one time. We come in here, and I had two flat tires on a trailer. They come in there, Lon, we got flat tires. And I just start laughing. <laughs> they, they call me the wild man. Now, he's a wild man. I don't know what's wrong with that boy. <laughs> I come into a shop one time. I had four, on a trailer, there's four tires in there. I come in there, and all four of them are flat. Guy says, oh, you're having a bad day, huh? I said, oh, not really, not too bad. <laughs> Because I've been out in the ocean, you know, and your ship's going down out in the ocean. That could be a bad day. Because you can't see land. You know, if I'm on land and it ain't moving, I'm fine. <laughs> I used to shrimp in Texas, do, catch, do shrimp there. It was like, I mean, you're just, you're hanging on because it's, you know, because you're in a wave, 10, 15 foot waves. I mean, this is 24 hours a day. Yes. I said, Lord, if you bring me through that, I could about do anything. And I've had 
well, I don't think I've ever had anything come close to that. I mean, that was, that was hard. But as we're working, you know, and we're saying about sometimes we're going through hard times, and I'm thinking, okay, just hang on. The storm, the storm will blow over. You know, the storm will blow over. Don't, don't, don't lose heart. You know, the storm will blow over. You know, Lord, I'm just waiting on you, trusting you. You know, they, they say we're crazy. We have our name wrote in the land book of life. They're going to hell and they think we're crazy. Father, help us. Father, help us. Father, we thank you. Praise you, God. Thank you and praise you, Father God. Stephen, I think I would, uh, sometimes I don't say too much about, you know, to commit, but I'm really thinking that I need to have a thing where we're sending him money for that orphanage and that. I mean, we're looking at the boys and getting that going, but I'm thinking, well, I need, we need to start sending them some money for that. Because uh, we can, we'll always have things coming at us, so that never happened. I'll say, no, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to put together. Did they get that four hundred dollars or whatever? They was remember you said they wanted four hundred. I know they got two fifty. They're helping and getting them out there. But I, I think really, as in the spirit, I think I think <clears throat> that we need to help them, and God's going to even bless us more. You know, that's what I'm saying. Give, and it shall be given. Pressed down, good measure, running over. You know, and that's. Uh, Stephanie was saying, yeah, you're about the givenest guy I've ever met. And I, but I like to do that because I always have. You know, when I do that, God says, if you keep it, he said, I won't give you anymore. You know, when you, but if you let it flow, he said, then I'll use you as a channel, you know, and, and I'll let that flow through you. You know, and it's always worked. It's always worked in my life. It's always worked. He said, I want you to step you up into a higher level. Because if I start giving you more and you don't know how to handle that, you know, it'll destroy me destroy anybody you know in this money he says it's, it's for what I want to do it's not you know I mean I, I have certain things that I have you know in the house and you know things that you live comfortable but you don't you you don't only need so much you know you don't need but if he pours that out that needs to be going into the where, where God wants it to go you know to help these young guys you know to build businesses and stuff I can see that you know praying about that moving in that Well, I had a guy from <clears throat> Guatemala come to my house yesterday. Said he wants to come over and start helping me. Uh, Neff is his name, and I've talked to him before. And he's got a coffee plantation down in Guatemala that he bought. You know, working there, he says, I like goats. He wants to get goats, you know, so he's going to come over and help me get the goat thing going. Because goat milk is really good for you, really healthy. It builds your immune system. <clears throat> but he's, he's doing that, so I'm... A lot of times we just listen. You know, we, we do what we need to do with our hands or do what we need to do, and then sometimes we just listen and God, God brings things in. You know, that we're listening, you know, saying about these guys coming, you know what I'm saying? Actually, when I was talking about being pregnant, you know, nine months it took, to, you know, for a pregnancy to happen. <clears throat> and I'm hoping they get here quicker than that. But I'm hoping that <clears throat> when they do, it could be extended whatever time we want them to be here. You know, instead of nine months or six months or 90 days or whatever, so it's unlimited. I mean, so we have a choice of what we want to do. You know, it's our choice, you know, to send them back. And our whole purpose is... <clears throat> you know, to uh, teach them how to, uh, you know, skills and stuff like that so they can have that to go back there. You know, and Lord's showing me different things on that. So I just uh, thank the Lord for that. You got anything? Okay, let's, let's, do, let's do this. Let's just pray in the spirit for a little bit and see if anybody, and I'm, I'm saying, Lord, open it up to anybody here. You know, that God gives you, if he give, gives you a word or something to say. Huh? Oh, yeah, okay. And this is kind of, you know, when you do this, sometimes I see when the service, when you're ready to close off the service and we pray, you know, and the Holy Spirit has still got stuff he wants to do. I said, I need to be free to him. Because he's running this show. I'm not. I mean, we're, and we're not running. He's, you know, and if there's, if you got something that the Lord puts on your heart, you know, and then you want to share that, 
you know, and I'm just, and I'm just opening this up. Holy Spirit, Father, we thank you, Father God, for your, your goodness and your mercy and your kindness. Lord, if you got, I mean, you could have somebody on your heart that you maybe you wanted to pray for, wanted to lift up, or, you know, whatever God shows you. I don't, I don't know. I don't try to direct the Holy Spirit. I just try to be obedient to him as he's flowing. Father, we thank you and praise you, Father. Start praying in the Spirit. He said, I pray in the spirit, then I pray with my understanding. He said, I sing in the spirit, then I sing with my understanding. The Holy Spirit says, <clears throat> I will reveal things to you that you, don't, that you don't see right now, but he said, I will reveal to you what I want to do. Father, we thank you. We activate the Holy Spirit. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you, Father. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for Brent, Lord, as he's coming up and helping me out up there, Father, that you would just touch him, Father, and just uh, have that unity, Father, in your spirit, Lord, that we just flow, Father God, that you would just... Uh, you have a plan, and Lord, we thank you and praise you. Lord, we just give you praise, Father God, that you just, your will would be done. Lord, each person here, Lord, the, 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 the places where they are, Lord, the places that they fill, Lord, that, they would, that you would give them wisdom to fill them to your capacity, what you have, Father. We thank you and praise you. <clears throat> Father, we pray for boldness. Father, in the spirit, that we would... Uh, I know that you, you, we actually don't go around knocking on doors unless the Lord tells you to, but that we, we would uh, see people, be introduced to people, and minister to them as you would have us, have you, that you would flow through us, Father God. Father God, we ask for the power of your Holy Spirit, Father, to be over them, Lord. Father, that you would have your, your, uh, your fire of the Holy Spirit around them, Father. Anything that attacks them, Father God, that you, that you defend them, Father. That you lift, we lift them up, Father God, that the power of your Holy Spirit, it says that we're living in Acts right now, Father, that the Holy Spirit just touches people, Father, and just uh, that they would uh, be, be uh, directed by your Holy Spirit. And Lord, we, we know that you're, they're doing your work, Lord, and we just come against the principalities of darkness. We bind that in Jesus' name. We cast it down, Lord. And you see, Lord, that you are their protection. Father, we pray for finances for them, Lord that you would just lift them up, God, that the doors would open. Lord, that the blessings would be poured out on them, Lord. Father, we just, uh, that you would that you would cover them, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you and praise you. Father, we thank you and praise you that you would cover them, Father God, for, the, for your power and your anointing, God. We thank you, Father God. You pray, we pray for them, God, that you'd have signs and miracles, Lord. I remember when <clears throat> one of the prophets was, can't remember where he was, but there was an army that came, and the servant was saying, wow, look at all them, and he said, open, Lord, open his eyes, and the host of angels was, was around them, and actually, they all become blind, and he led them into the city, and they said, shall we kill them? They said, no, send them back for the testimony of what God is and the power that he has, and I pray that if people come against them, that things would happen like that. Stephen would have the words to speak. Lord, that they would that they would uh, go blind or whatever, you know. But they, they will not be stopped, Father. That you would not that you would protect them. So so what you're doing, God, they will not be stopped, Father. And as they, as uh, Moses said, he said, "Who's uh, who's for me? Come here." And he said, "They came there." And he said, "Who's against me? Stand down there." And the people that was against him stood down there. Actually, it said the ground opened up and swallowed them. The meeting's over. And I just pray, you know. And I pray for mercy. I don't really. You know, go for, you know, that people would die, but if they get to a point where they're stopping the things of God, then they got to deal with him. And Father, we thank you, Father, for your, your kindness, because you're a sovereign God. When you say certain things, that's the way it is. You don't come against the sovereign God, you don't. You know, that you're in trouble. And Father, we just thank you that even in our lives, Father God, we ask for your protection. And Father, we thank you for tonight, Lord, and we just pray that you would just touch us and bless us, Father God. 
that you would uh, just you have moved, Lord, and we love you and we praise you, Holy Spirit, that you'd just be with us this week to guide us and direct us, Father, and uh, give us vision of what you're doing, clarity. Father God, that we lift up one another as, as like if you're going through the week and you see somebody, the Holy Spirit shows you something, you know, that we're praying for one another, lift one another up, or we got a phone, you know, we can text you, or, you know, speak words of encouragement, you know, because sometimes we need that. Father, we just thank you, Father, for today. Lord, and uh, if anybody wanted prayer or something like that, that we could have prayer up here. Uh, okay, uh, in Jesus' mighty name, we give you praise. Amen. God bless. You have a good week. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.